All right, time for our Action Sports Jacks Pile On podcast with Brent and Dan hanging out, watching Jaguars, OTAs. The Jags are back on the field. Brent, well, almost all of the Jaguars are. There were a couple missing today. How about that? Before we get into the Jags, Dan, I've got an idea. We're sitting in Daly's place. Yeah. We're at the amphitheater. So I was thinking you could maybe go do a performance, a little Sweet Jags of Mine or something. I'm still a little bitter as to why I've never been asked to perform Sweet Jags of Mine, either in Daly's place or, and the offer has been made by yours truly, to do it uh, pregame with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But that's neither here nor there. It's not about me, Brent. It's about this football team and us finally achieving what we desperately want to achieve, and that's a Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, Almost all the players here, but again, do you want to tell folks who is missing? Yeah, I think uh, when you say it's all about me, not all about <laughs> you, it might be all about Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye, at least oh. for today, because uh, those guys are not here. Um, listen, it, it's a big story because, oh my gosh, Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye didn't make the first OTA. But you have to remember they're voluntary. It's May. Nothing matters in May, really, in the grand scheme of things. Don't tell the guys in the building. Don't tell Tom Coughlin, Doug Marone, and all the coaches. But nothing really matters in May. We'll, we'll overplay every single snap every single guy that's here uh you know so listen there are some guys not working fully there are some guys that didn't make it but i actually think it's a good thing jags only have two guys that aren't here uh, that's a pretty good attendance rate i mean look around the nfl there are some big name players not at otas including tom brady and gronkowski in new england well, i was gonna say i guess if tom brady can miss otas anyone can miss otas um but a little birdie told me that A.J. might have been watching the his cousin play basketball last night. His cousin plays for the Boston Celtics, Mr. Brown, yes. So he was uh, off watching him uh, last night. I didn't know they were that close, but nevertheless. And well, last year... Celtics haven't played in a few months, so I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and last year, you remember, Jalen missed a an OTA practice or two because he was in Cleveland watching the King play. So it is what it is. And certainly you want all your players here and you want explanations from those who aren't here. And it is voluntary. It's it's an ongoing story. It'll never end. We'll, we'll talk about the same thing next year. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If Jalen Ramsey has a year he had this year, he won't be at any of the OTAs next <laughs> year right, because he'll be wanting a new contract. So, um, but otherwise, um, we can't really talk about what we saw between the lines today. So uh, I did see Dante Fowler Jr. outside of the lines. So <laughs> I guess I could say that. I guess you could say that. <laughs> I think. I, I don't know what you can say <laughs> at these things. I mean, listen, that, that, I guess the beauty, we're not really allowed to talk too much about what you see, um, which always is a little goofy. But at the same time, what you see right now we're gonna we would overhype it and say it and and what does it mean you know i just have it's a lot like i think college football the spring games are great but the spring games when september comes around nobody ever says hey remember in spring when this happened Mm -hmm. you know nobody says that good or bad because it doesn't really mean much so uh, i i think it's good they're all out here um here's what i'll tell you you know you tell me if you Doug Marone said today, he had a press conference today, and he gets asked all, a lot of the typical questions. I thought Doug was a little bit more mysterious, if you will, um, to a degree. And I think the reason being is kind of what Calais Campbell and other guys, Blake Bortles, said to us at the charity event they had last week, and that is there is a hunger in that building. I think it's, the, these guys are oozing with working hard and kind of picking up where they left off, even though you want to start from scratch and all that, that cliche stuff. 
but I think even Doug probably senses it. I think he knows he's got something good here. And when coaches realize they have something good here, they don't really want to talk about it, you know? Um, Bill Belichick's known for two decades, he's got something good. Nick Saban's known for 15 years, he's got something good. But they don't talk about that something good. And so I think Doug, I sensed that a little bit of him today in his 15, 20 minutes with the media, that he didn't, he was very careful with his word choice because he still wants his team grinding and working toward uh, September and when the bullets start flying. But uh, I, listen, there's a confidence in this building that hasn't existed since I've been here, probably hasn't existed since uh, almost two decades ago. Uh, that's a fair point. And if you allow me to look way ahead when you talk about the bullets starting to fly, listen, the Jaguars are going to have to be ready come the opener. I mean, it's it's at New York. There'll be a lot made about Coughlin returning to New York, the new-look Giants. I think they're going to be a much-improved football team. I would pick the Giants as one of those teams that's going to rebound and go to the postseason. I think Eli will be rejuvenated, a new coach who gets quarterbacks, Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, I would, I would really circle that as a big game. And then you follow up with your home opener against the New England Patriots, right? I mean, so there's a, there's a real opportunity there to jump out of the gate strong. There's also a chance you could start 0-2 and not panic. I mean, so uh, when you look that far in the distance, uh, and it's a long way off, uh, everything becomes important. And you're right, this is a, you know, look, you went to the AFC championship game last year. It's Super Bowl or bust in essence for these Jaguars. And so there's a lot at stake around here and a lot of uh, excitement and they have something that they haven't had here in a long time and that's an excitement from the fan base. We're going to have big crowds here on home Sundays next year. So uh, can't wait for that. But um, you know, it's just getting just getting started. Let me ask you this though, Brent. We I've talked about this a little bit. If I ask you right now, who leads the team in receptions and, and, and by the end of December 2018? Who would you pick? Um, it's a great question. Uh, I think I would go with Marquise Lee mm -hmm. still. I think um, probably not in the, the game-breaking way that people still envision Marquise Lee. Right. But I think, you know, third down guy, I'm going to Marquise Lee. I feel like I, he's earned that trust. Um, but it's a great question because the wild card, I think – if you didn't pick Marquise Lee, mm -hmm. I think you could even up the percentages on right. heck of DJ Chark, mm -hmm. uh, Dante Moncrief, and a Keelan Cole. And you know the guy I'm leaving out is D.D. Westbrook. I think there are a lot of – I'd say there's a, a quiet concern about D.D. Westbrook um, around here. And, and he's not getting rave reviews. He's, it doesn't – you wonder about him. Let's just say that. I don't want to put it out there like, oh, my gosh, they're concerned. And – but I do think there are the, Wait a minute. There's quiet. Action Sports Jack's Marcel Robinson way in the distance. What is What's Marcel? What are you doing? Okay. Just checking. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You were making a, a valid he, point. I thought he was breaking some rules. <laughs> By the way, if Tom Coughlin comes out of that, that flex field facility because you just yelled, I'm putting it all on you. I'll take it. I'll take the heat. I'm in good stead with him right now. This is the usual, <laughs> my good window with him. So we're in good, good position with him. I, and I you know, Lee is the kind of the guy most people I think would pick. You almost have to, don't but you? but if you come back and say Dante Moncrief had in one season, Dante Moncrief had 64 catches. Marquise Lee had 63. Now Dante was getting thrown to by Andrew Luck, um, but his best year he had 64. You got to think Keelan Cole will improve, and he had 42 last year, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, you know, because they split him up. It wouldn't be a running back, but Leonard Fournette in the 30s, uh, they combined for almost 100 catches last year. If you look at all the running backs and add them all up, uh, 
with 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 T.J. Yeldon and and Chris Ivory and 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 Corey Grant. So um, it's hard to and we didn't even mention the tight ends. Well, you know, I almost threw that sleeper in. It's Safarian Jenkins. Yeah. I mean, could he have 65 catches for this team? Why not? I think they're asking him to do something. He like had 50 that. last year, which was a career high. So I think that, that I think that's a fair wild card. And then I didn't even mention DJ Chark. You brought his name up. It's hard for a rookie. I mean, I wouldn't expect it, but if he can contribute five touchdowns, if he can get deep, I mean. So while we don't have a bona fide number one when we're watching the Jaguars, I think we do have a lot of guys who can uh, who can catch the football and help this football team as we also kind of look ahead in that respect. We do have to break the football talk for a moment. This is ridiculous. Is Marcel Robinson just set up his own selfie shot on daily. Is that Quest. what he did? He just did a selfie. He walked away, turned his back toward it. I mean, what is he, a teenage girl? I've I mean, never met anyone who loves himself as much as Marcel Robinson. I have to say, he, walking in today, and I'll, I'll tweet this out later, in his shoes, he was so proud of his shoes. He is just, he, he, he has an inner love for himself that I, I haven't seen with many people in my life. You remember uh, Bozo the Clown? <laughs> Those shoes kind of remind me of that. I've never, in fact... And, you know, Marcel's the kind of guy, until you get to know him, you don't know these things about him. Like, you know, he's like, hey, nice guy. Like, if you asked me about Mar Marcel Robinson before he came to work with us, I, I'd say, yeah, he's a nice, seems like a nice guy, you know? Kind of unassuming guy. Unassuming, real, looks like a hard worker. He's, I always see him in places. Um, but the more you get to know him, this, this, this fetish he has is... He, he, wear, he wears sunglasses indoors all the time. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. takes him 35 minutes to get dressed for, mm -hmm. like, work. Mm -hmm. Not even, like, a prom. I mean, like, no. work. Uh, and, and he takes selfies on Daly's Play stage looking the other way like a teenager. But he did, and I, again, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to. Uh -oh. He did educate me this morning. Is this one of your podcast? No, 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 no. At OTAs today, uh, we listened to a little Drake. We rocked with a little Drake, and we were singing that one. And then we came back with... Um, Kendrick? Migos oh. featuring Drake. Huh. Uh, it was a one-two combination. I don't know if I'm allowed to share the song selection, but it was an excellent selection, I thought, to start OTAs off here with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I got bad news. Drake is a Toronto Raptors guy. They got swept. I don't want any Drake mojo around the Jaguars. Good point. Um, Good point. Hey, hey, a couple of notes. You brought up a, a few things back to the Jags. Season tickets apparently off the charts good. Not uh, surprised. Not publicly. Uh, they haven't announced anything, but, like, really – if not the best in the NFL, new ticket sales, um, one of the best, uh, really doing well. So the buzz, like you said, again, on I got to interrupt. I smell something that smells very good. Do you smell like a, like a, like almost a donuty, like a, or is it just my hunger pains here I'm having? Do you not hungry. smell any sugary thing in your? Like you like a doughboy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like a do no, nothing for either no. of you. Okay, I'm sorry. So you were saying season tickets the through the roof. Sessions are right over there, so it could yeah, could I be wonder. happening. But I don't think they have a concert tonight, so. Uh, um, I don't know. You're really getting me off. My Almost head. like a Cinnabon, like a Cinnabon. No, no, not happening. Okay. No. Um, sorry, <laughs> I don't have it. Uh, uh, hey, could have played along, you know, and uh, said, yeah, yeah it's uh, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so I, I talked tickets. about season tickets, mm -hmm. but I also wanted to bring up one other thing. Okay. I'm interested to see if the Jags do everything the same because of their success. You know, like last year, like Marone and Coughlin, how they run the program. I would say for the most part, yes. But my curiosity is really training camp. Yeah. I think well, one lost bit, the one thing we gained a bit of knowledge of throughout the year last year, which we didn't really know in August, is just how much on edge this football team was going into the season. Like, before, Were they close to a mutiny, Brent Martin? Yeah, like that. Like between really things could go really good 
or things could go really bad. And so will they run that edge right you know, again, if you look at Marone and Coughlin through the years, they kind of run their programs that way all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, covered, you know, whether it was Jacksonville or the Giants for Coughlin and the Bills and Syracuse mm-hmm. for Marone. So I would assume they will really bring it to that edge. But they have a more veteran team now, a team that's proven something. And if they feel that they're hungry, they might be able to back off that a little bit. They want to back off is not in their vocabulary, right. but it'll be really interesting to see how they play that part of it. And here's the positive for them, though, because they want a tough physical training camp. We already know that. And it was tough and physical. Two and a half hour practices, lots of snaps. Remember, we talked about all the snaps that they got in last year. Our, our, our former friend, Ryan O'Halloran, who has since left, would chart all the snaps versus Who's years before. Do I don't know, but somebody's going to have to step up. It isn't going to be me. I promise you that. <laughs> but but uh, 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 he, they do have a point of reference now. Hey, guys, we went to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Okay, it works. So I know it stinks. We got to press through. We got to grind through. I mean, Coughlin, I talked to him this week. I, you know, we want it hot. We want it, you know, he hates being in here. Yeah, absolutely. He, uh, in here, uh, by the way, they practice day one OTAs in the indoor practice facility. And I guess they didn't really need to. It didn't end up raining. But it's just so hard yeah. to tell right now with this crazy weather. Um, and it looks like uh, looks like so far so good. But, yeah, he does not like being inside. He wants them outside in the heat, in the elements, getting used to uh, football. Yeah, absolutely. I think he does. Uh, hey, real quick, before we end the podcast, uh, best of three series now between the Cavs and the oh. Celtics. Um, have you changed? I think a couple days ago, maybe most people would have said Celtics got this thing. Uh, I, I didn't believe that, by the way. I thought okay. 2-0, it was okay yeah. um, still, and I'm going to ride with the Cavs. I yeah. think LeBron steals one on the road. I think they figured something out. They're playing a little harder, um, and they're getting some help now these last couple of games with some of those other players. So um, NBA playoffs have been pretty fascinating, uh, and I think uh, The game stink. Yeah, the games, the conference finals stink. I'll say this. Why are there such blowouts? I don't know. I'm riding with Braun, too, um, but nothing would surprise me. Boston is a different team on the road. One and six on the road, 10 and 0 at home, True. right? So something's going on there. They are a different basketball team. If Boston steps on Cleveland, they'll win, they'll win game five. James has got to pull one out in Boston, and I think there's a lot at stake here because I think if Boston wins, it may – hasten his departure from Cleveland. I think there's a better chance he leaves Cleveland if he loses to Boston than if they knock off Boston and he gets to the finals for another year. Because then I think Cleveland could do something to add to this team, which they're going to have to do because, remember, Boston gets Hayward and Irving back. So Chris Paul's a free agent. Would he come to Cleveland? Why not? Why? Why, Marcel Robinson? Why? Yeah, I disagree with you, by the way. I don't think anything that happens now uh, changes whatever would happen with LeBron in Cleveland or going elsewhere. Did you not get the podcast rules that you're not allowed to disagree with me? It's supposed to. It's supposed to be fun, exciting. (laughs) We're supposed to fight. It's it's like we're arguing. But I actually believe an Indiana series, if that were to happen, Uh that would have led to something. But once they got by these first two, and and here's the deal. I think Celtics are going to win game five. I think you can lock in the Celtics going to lose game six. So we're going to a game seven, and that's where LeBron will have to figure it out. But uh, we'll see. It's been a fun playoff ride, but I agree with you, too. It's been a little wacky that the games haven't been better, at least in this part of it. All right, well, I think that's it. We're going to go get a Cinnabon. Did we mention the Mets? Let's go take a selfie. I've won a few games. We can take a selfie here. If Marcel cared at all about the social media platform, he would have taken a picture of us doing the podcast. Instead and then we could, Yeah, and then we could tweet it out a little bit later. You could be in the selfie with us. You can be in the forefront if you'd like. 
you know, perhaps you could turn it around. We'll do an actual live selfie that we'll post later on. I'm going to do on our social media. Experts. I'm going to wear my sunglasses even though I don't need them. All right, let's do it. <laughs> go ahead, Marcel. Take the selfie. Get it up high. There this you go. This is good podcasting, right? Give here. him a little deuces. <laughs> here we are. Oh, we're counting it's a down. Timer. I don't know why he's doing that. <laughs> it's crazy. There's that's, a timer on his picture. That's the Action Sports Jacks podcast. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Pile on with Brent and Dan hanging out uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. See ya.